Welcome to episode 194 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm Kyle. That's Drew. I can't possibly be correct. Not the name. It is. It's just We're the very number. close to 200. That's, that's what I'll say. No, your name is Drew. I need. It's important to me that you know that I'm Kyle, that you are Drew. We're Not the Podcast You Deserve, and this is our now streaming episode. We talk about stuff that we've been watching. But first, Drew, did you know we both went and saw uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? We'll be talking about that movie in our next episode. Uh, I read a movie fact that over 100 visual effect artists spent three years de-aging Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Is that not insane? Three 100 years. visual effects artists spent three years just trying to make Harrison Ford look like young Harrison Ford. Again. Uh, do they mean like cumulative time that all 100 of them spent on it? Like... I spent 24 hours and you spent 24 hours, so that counts as two days, even though it happened on the same day. Or like start to finish, they started this during COVID. They started de-aging him. I think that's the one. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. it was. I was listening to Harrison Ford talk about it, actually. And he was saying since Lucasfilm had, Lucasfilms has so much footage of him, both in the Indiana Jones and Star Wars franchise, but also in the behind-the-scenes stuff or the footage that was deleted... He said that they basically were able to take old film of Harrison Ford talking and mash it all together into what we saw. Uh, that's pretty cool. That is amazing. Um, so 100 visual effects artists for three years for Indian Jones and Dale Destiny. Uh, Christopher Nolan, on the other hand, says Oppenheimer has zero CGI shots in it. Amazing. Not Amazing. <laughs> like, he's always been into practical effects. Like, he's all, like, building the rotating... Yeah. Um, hallway yep. and Inception actually using a real yep. plane to blow up a hangar and tenant. Like, he's always been yep. into, into big practical effects, but none? No CGI? He's saying none. Yeah, and I don't know how that's possible well, considering this is the movie about the atomic bomb. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to need clarification, I guess, on like, or maybe some edification on my part of like, what's CGI and what's going to be counted as just straight animation. Because even in the preview, you see, you know, like what looks to be special effects of like explosions mm -hmm. and, you know, atoms and stuff. But maybe that's just a really zoomed in slow motion fire or something. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. I know that I'm pretty fired up to watch that yeah, I can't movie wait. in a couple of weeks. Um, Deadpool 3. We've seen footage now of Hugh Jackman wearing uh, the yellow and blue Wolverine suit from the uh, TV show and the comic books. That fired me up. Also in Deadpool 3, it is rumored now that Jessica Garner, Jessica Alba, Halle Berry, and Famke Jansen will all be making appearances as uh, Elektra, Invisible Woman, Storm, and Jean Grey. Took me a second to get yeah. Jean Grey, but I got there. Um, before... Before anybody writes in, he meant Jennifer Gardner. Who's that? Jessica Gardner and the Jessica whatever the next one was. Oh, yeah. There's there's the two Jen yeah. back and forth. Yeah, I, so I don't I don't blame you for that. Jennifer I just, Gardner. I just, before internet save your comments. Save before it. Save, yeah, save it for yeah. more important things. Yep, that was Dale's coming for that one. And then this is the one that I was holding off for you, and I know that you haven't heard of this yet. I almost sent it to you today, but I decided not to. They've cast Guy Gardner's. Green Lantern and Superman Legacy. Would you like to guess who it is? No, I don't want to know. You're going to be is fired it, up. Is about it this. Ezra Miller? <laughs> who would you really want to play Green Lantern? Hal Jordan. 
the alias of Green Lantern? I want Hal Jordan. I don't want Guy Gardner. Is what I'm saying. Sure, but what if I told you that Nathan Fillion was Guy? Well, Gardner? he is Green Lantern. So yes, thank you for finally <laughs> getting something right, DC. I assume they're just going to use this. He's an older one, and he's about to pass on his ring to somebody. And uh, but yeah, it's interesting. They also uh, cast um, somebody for Hot Girl and Mister Terrific. Um, two superheroes I'm not super familiar with besides Hawk Girl. She was in those TV shows growing up. Um, yeah, Mr. Terrific. Don't know much about that, but I thought that you'd really like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and then Drew, the biggest news of the day. How does it get bigger than Nathan Fillion? Man, here it is. You ready? Tomorrow is July 12th as of this recording. 2023 in the year of our Lord. And new episodes of Bluey drop on Disney oh Plus tomorrow. And I have never been more excited I may come over to your house tomorrow and make you watch a couple of the new episodes just so that you can enjoy it too. So parents out there, take a deep breath. You've got some more Bluey in your life uh, to keep your kids excited for so much time. I love, I, I do appreciate that you were never like a, a brony or a My Little Pony. You waited till you were like a, an adult to fall in love with like <laughs> cartoons that you're way too old for. To be clear, are there people who get into my little pony oh, yeah, that's, that's a real thing yeah like 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 true. adult men and they're called bronies it's a term i learned recently at work and it's hilarious that, that can't be true um drew this week i watched jury duty have you heard of i it? just started watching jury duty last night and i watched the first six episodes oh wow oh wow you you really made some progress there um jury duty the mockumentary about a, a trial where one guy is a real person who's not an actor and the rest of the people are an actor. Man, that is fun. James Marsden was great in that show. And then the uh, the best part, though, was the last episode. There's like a behind the scenes where it kind of shows you how they pulled it all off. Super cool and entertaining um, to uh, to watch. So two thumbs way, way up for Jury. Yeah, I, I had I started watching a lot of like really good recommendations from it. And uh, honestly, it... Sometimes when I hear too many people say how good something is, it makes me want to go the other way just to be like, yeah, I'm not part mm-hmm. of your system. But uh, sure. <laughs> I actually really like it. It's it's fun. Uh, it doesn't cost you very much. It's funny without being like super awkward funny. Like I feel like a lot of like The yeah. Office does and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of just makes you feel good. Because they picked a guy, like a normal guy, that you're like, oh, hey, you're not like the worst person ever. It's kind of like reality TV, but like with some fun, good people on it. I did think that about uh, at the end. I was like, man, what if they picked a total a-hole to be this guy? This would be terrible. (laughs) This would not be good. Um, Yeah, so jury duty, two thumbs way, way up. Uh, And then I caught 65, the Adam Driver shoots dinosaurs mm-hmm. um, reverse jurassic have park. you seen it <laughs> yeah i called it jurassic park meets interstellar meets the last of us um that serves as a prequel to armageddon <laughs> so i don't know i didn't follow that train all the way through uh but adam driver the little girl who plays young gamora in infinity war deep cut and then the girl who was chris pine's daughter in dungeons and dragons Hmm, would have helped if I looked these names up beforehand. Maybe. Probably would have pronounced them incorrectly anyways. So, No, uh, man, believe in yourself. Just one time, believe in yourself. It is a really fun watch. It's very predictable. I called the ending about 15 minutes into the movie. 
Um, and I have three witnesses that can back me up on this. So uh, I'm the best and you're the worst. 65, fun movie. Not bad. Give it a nice little watch when you get time. And then uh, Drew, I finished The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I still have like two episodes left. Oh, okay. Let's put this but off. What, what, what I do need to acknowledge that you and I have both seen this episode is the... Uh, I, I need Daniel Sherman Paladino to stop being involved in stuff. Da- da- okay, I'm not tracking that. Dan- or Daniel Paladino. Like what? It's Amy Sherman Paladino's husband. And every time that mm-hmm. she's like, hey, why don't you direct an episode? It's the worst episode of whatever she's doing. Oh, really? Yeah, so like he did the uh, the the truck garbage dancing one. He's like really big into like stage theater and dancing oh, numbers and okay. stuff and musicals. And he also did the yeah. musical episode when they did the Gilmore Girls revamp. And it's like, ah, you're the worst. I hate everything you okay. do when you're in charge of the characters. That's it. So I, in the middle of that episode, I turned to my wife and I was like, man, one of them must be like trying to get the next big musical movie produced or something because there there's a lot of time on the dance numbers here and we don't care that's, about that's that. That's Daniel's thing. He's like, hey, I know that you have spent like huh. seven years creating this thing that everybody loves and has become a, a global hit and I'm going to ride your coattails for a little bit and then I'm going to like jump in and be like, you're contractually obligated to give me one of the episodes and I'm going to try to blow it up and then you're going to save it at the end because you're awesome. Uh, and that's his whole yeah. thing. Oh, then you get to, you get to the part where... Uh, where old boy finds out that Midge is uh, is in with the mafia. Or she, that, that she's uh, mobbed up. Her manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Those last like two or three episodes are great, yeah. man. Man, they're so good. The uh, They pulled off one of the coolest directing feats I think I've seen in TV uh, on that last episode. So I'm fired up for you cool. to watch it uh, when you get there. Uh, but go ahead, Drew. The floor is now yours. I heard that you've got a big plate of now streaming to serve out. Though. I've got a couple of things. Marvelous Maisel was on there. Jury Duty was on there. And then uh, I also wanted okay. to tell you A Knight's Tale was on there. Uh, Emily took the remote one night and she goes, this is what it feels like. And I was like, oh, did you want to watch one of these things? She's like, no, I'm going to pick something without telling you. And then she picked A Knight's Tale. I was like, well, joke's <laughs> on you. I love this movie. So... Um, <laughs> Do you repent for your sins of bashing a knight's tail on the movie? I didn't, movie I didn't bash a knight's tail. You took it out back and you put two in it. That can't be true. And then you peed it. That can't be it. true. No, I don't believe you. Do you repent? But what I do want to point out is that uh, welcome to the summer of spies. This is this is now spy summer. Okay. Uh, because, at least for me, it is. 2023 is the summer of spies. You've got Secret Invasion coming out. Uh, you've got Jack Ryan coming out, watching both of those shows. Oh, okay. uh, they've been very, very good. You had Indiana Jones come out, which, you know, it's not really like a spy thing, but like, you know, archaeologists fighting Nazis, it feels spy adjacent. Uh, he's sneaking around. Uh, but in preparation for the new Dial of <laughs> Destiny movie, I did go back and watch Last Crusade. So good. Still holds up. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah. love it. And I think it's on Burr. Disney Plus has got Yeah, there it is. It's Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. And then in preparation for Jack Ryan coming out, which, by the way, that show slaps, um, they have released the first five episodes of season four. And then I think the next two come out next week. Uh, so they're kind of. Okay. They're, I like that model a little bit better where they stagger the bingeableness instead mm-hmm. of making you wait yeah. a whole week for it. 
or releasing them all yeah. at the same time. Um, so right. I, I like that model a little bit more. But John Krasinski is still so good. Uh, that show is very fun. I love all of the Tom Clancy storyline stuff. And in preparation for that, also because I love Harrison Ford, I watch Clear and Present Danger, which is on Netflix. Okay. And very cool. It's still so good. It's a mid '90s spy movie, and man, they don't make spy movies like this anymore. Like mm, it, yeah. it doesn't. It has some action in it, but it's not like nonstop action, and it's also not like so technology unbelievable that you're like, all right, Mission Impossible. I didn't know you could change your face forty five times. Sure, it's just it's yeah, just yeah. a guy in a file cabinet being like, "What does that word mean?" Oh, I've got to go investigate it. And then maybe he has one hacker that he's like, "I need you to break into someone's computer for a second. And that's that's it. And then there's just tension mm-hmm. that that builds and draws you in. And Harrison Ford is still so great in that. So, Clear and Present Danger on Netflix, uh, ten out of ten. And then the one I can't wait to tell you about. Again, not really a spy movie, but guy fighting Nazis. Sisu. Oh, you saw it without I me? bought it. It's on my house. Come over. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Done. This, How great is that It's movie? fantastic. It has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's $20 wow. to buy right now. I'm sure if you wait long enough, you'll you can rent it, you know, for 5 in, in a month or so. But it is so good. It it's Lionsgate, yeah. it's the same people that brought John Wick and they're really banking on the fact that you know that and mm-hmm. they created an amazing action movie. It knows exactly what it is. It's not trying to make this grand masterpiece of like wow we're gonna win all the oscars or like wow we're gonna make you think really hard and like challenge your belief on the world they're like hey we created a badass character who likes to kill nazis um and not not likes to kill was forced into killing nazis because it's the right thing to do and you're like yeah i mean we gotta do it let's go with this guy and then they give you amazing action some intense uh just like grit stabs explosions you're like oh yeah this is so cool and one of the funny funnest parts of it is that he literally doesn't talk throughout the entire movie he's just he doesn't talk throughout the entire movie (laughs) he just i i don't want to give too much away about what's going on in it okay but i can't recommend sisu enough it's so cool the the one spoiler to like maybe hype up how fun it is is at one point he's hiding under the water because they have machine guns up above and they're like we'll wait him out like he's got to come up eventually and they kind of like send some people in occasionally to like force him out and he comes up behind somebody and slits their throat and then drinks the air bubble coming out of their neck so that he can stay under the water longer and th- and I stood up and screamed in my own house about how cool that was. Oh, that's funny. And and it's really fun because like at the beginning of it, they're like, oh, there's all these like, you know, legends about him being like invincible and immortal and how he's this awesome, great commando. And the Nazis are like, whatever. He's just some old dude with a pickaxe. And then like slowly you see their dial turning to like, towards the end of the movie they're like he is immortal like there's nothing we can do about it like he shows up and we're dead he is the baba yaga 
He's the Baba Yaga. Wow. Oh, man. I'm so jealous that you saw that movie and I haven't seen that movie. Okay. I'm going to have to write this wrong. And then I do want to do a very quick Crawford's Corner. Crawford's Corner. Two quick things. One is a hilarious trailer I just saw the other day for a new show that's coming out on Peacock called Twisted Metal. And did you play the game on PlayStation when we were kids of like the ice cream truck and the clown and you're just driving around in different cars and like blowing things up and launching missiles at each other and stuff? Dude, I don't know what you just described, but that terrified it was. It was a super fun game. It was basically like Battle Royale. You know, you're not racing. You're just driving around in carts and shooting at each other. They're making a show based on that game on Peacock. And it's starring Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatrice. Oh, wow. And I think Will Arnett is voicing the clown, even though the clown is physically being played by another person because he's, like, big and fat and stuff. Um, sure. It looks funny. It And if you played the game, it looks like it's going to be a little nod to you of, like, hey, we think that you'll pay for this anyway. Um, oh. So it looks it looks pretty fun. I just got the heebie-jeebies looking at the game, the, mm-hmm. the big clowns. I don't. I think I'm gonna pass on that. No, one. I think it'll be funny. Anthony Mackie is just full of one-liners in the trailer, so I think that they're gonna give you exactly what you want with like Fast and Furious minus all the talk of the family, um, <laughs> and more Will Arnett jokes. The best version. Um, the second trailer I want to talk about is Napoleon. Have you seen that trailer yet? Oh, I have not. No, Walking Phoenix. Walking right? Phoenix playing Napoleon with Ridley Scott. Uh, so yeah. think Gladiator. Yeah. This is a big old middle finger to Christopher Nolan and Cillian Murphy being like, oh, you think you're winning an Oscar this year? Watch nope. this. <laughs> hold yeah. it's Ridley Scott going, hold my Oscars. I'm gonna get another one. Did I just say Cillian Murphy again? I keep doing that. I believe it's Killian. I, I believe it is Killian Continue. Murphy, but I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. he already said Jessica Gardner. I wasn't going to do it Jennifer twice. Alba, Jessica. Um, but yes, Joaquin Phoenix looks fantastic in this role. Uh, the visuals look cool. The sets look cool. Like, Ridley Scott always makes really cool uh, visual effects and uh filters on on the screen that really draw you into the the universe that he's pulling you into and i can't wait for this movie i think it's going to be awesome it's going to be on apple tv as well so um i really? think you'll have it for i mean quote unquote free as long as you pay for apple tv uh plus like you like that's you wild that they're doing that on apple tv yeah yeah wow yeah anything else for the no, corner that's it for crawford's corner crawford's corner Five minutes ago, you let off with that you watched A Knight's Tale, and then you said no other things about A Knight's Tale. I had so many more things to get to. I don't know what you want from me. Tell me, give me, give me a tight fifteen on A Knight's, a Knight's Tale. Tale on Netflix. Alan Tudyk, amazing. Heath Ledger, fantastic. Paul Bettany stealing the show every chance he gets. That was about ten. You got five more on you, or no? The French, uh, the Pope may be French, but Jesus is English. <laughs> but Jesus is English. <laughs> what a great line. Um, so you're not going to apologize for slandering it in the, uh... I don't think, I, I, don't think I did that. Podcast. 
Well, that's all we have time for right now on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Thanks for joining us and tune in for the next episode as we're breaking down the new summer blockbuster, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Hashtag, are we still making these movies?